Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Twenty twenty two, the year of the tiger. What do tigers do, Gabby? No, they, I'm not playing your games. They they take action. Okay, <laughs> rar. <laughs> Morning, everybody. How's it going? Happy Tuesday, March twenty second. Year's <laughs> almost over. What's that now? I said the year's almost over. Yeah, yeah. If you, March is almost over. At least you blink and the tiger passes you. Minus four out there this morning. It's going to be nine degrees, which means it's probably going to be like 10 or 11 or 12 because any temperature that I've said this week, it's been like a solid few degrees higher. So if you're in Edmonton, Alberta, yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. What's it like? What's it like in Ontario though? Uh, I think either yesterday or today is supposed to be like 17 or something. Well, that's in St. Catharines. We should be there. <laughs> It's just for like a day and then it gets cold again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday to Friday at 6 a.m. on the Podbean app. Download the Podbean app. It's the only place you can listen live unless you want to listen to recordings. But if you listen live, you get to join in on the conversation, join all these other great, amazing investors mm -hmm. who join in the mornings, ask your questions, say hello. And... Did I say ask your questions? And did you say say hello? Did I? <laughs> Sorry. There's a call in button. You click on it, just like your normal radio drive time show. You click on that button. It requests a call in. We accept your request. And what do you do? You say hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm an investor. I want to buy more properties. How do I do it? How do I do it? <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna tell you. Yeah. But you're not gonna like it. <laughs> Why aren't they gonna like it? Um <coughs> because guess what? It's really it's really it's really simple, Gabby. And they're gonna feel silly for having not taken action yet. Yeah, it's a really simple process. Um, but a lot of people get stuck between the decision and the actual action. action of doing it, which is so weird. We're so weird humans. We should be more like tigers. We should be. They a lot see more their like, prey, they pounce. Right? They make decisions very quickly. <laughs> humans, though, we're just so fucked. We get in our heads. Start worrying about what other tigers are thinking about us. We start. Yeah. <laughs> It's isn't it isn't it messed up? Yeah. Isn't it messed up that it all really comes down to that though? Overanalyzing if the if the I don't know what do tigers hunt? Zebra? Start overanalyzing if that zebra is big enough or if they should wait for a bigger one to come around. Wait, yeah. that's lions. <laughs> same, same. Same, same. What do I look like? <laughs> animal expert i'm a real estate expert <laughs> trying to give you an example though yeah it's messed up it's messed up how we we really let our emotions dictate very very simple stuff yeah why haven't you bought a property well first of all you haven't written any offers second of all you don't have any money you, but you have the audacity to say, I want to be a real estate investor, but you don't have money. <laughs> Gee, so silly. <laughs> Yet possible. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a real estate investor. How much money you got? None. Okay, how hard are you willing to work? Not that hard. <laughs> you realize how silly that sounds? You have to work really, really, really hard. If you don't have a couple million dollars in the bank, I'm sorry you're not quitting your job. The math is simple. Do the math. But if you're willing to work and trade your time 
can trade your comfort for a short period of time. And by short, I mean about five years of your life. Then yes, you can trade your time for money or for opportunities, which will create money and then you can invest. But if you don't have the millions of dollars, then yeah, you got to work really hard and you got to do things that make you feel uncomfortable and you got to not worry about what people are going to think about you. Be like a tiger. Uh, Question. Early question. Um, Jeremy in the Podbean app asks, yesterday you mentioned pulling title on a property. For those who don't know, would you go over how to do that in Alberta and why you would want to do so? Hmm. I don't remember why I pulled title. Um, yeah, pulling title was... is, is pretty easy in Alberta. I don't know if it's as easy elsewhere, but yeah. Um, I pulled. I probably pulled title. Well, I, as I do with every property, I pulled title to see what's going on before. If you're writing an offer, you should always pull title. Pay the 10 bucks, 12 bucks, whatever it is. And... Um, Take a look at what's going on. You could get an accepted offer, but find out that someone's littered with debt. And and what's the likelihood of them actually closing? Right? Yeah. It's not necessary. Like your lawyer pulls title and figures all that stuff out and, and you know, whatnot. But I think in instances, I wouldn't say we always pull title on every single transaction or offer. That Definitely private in. deals. On private deals, yes, I was just about to say. But if you're starting to look at private stuff and you know, going working directly with the seller instead of going through the realtor who's probably already been through all that, um, then yeah, it's a it's a really good idea, and it's pretty simple. Like, so you need to have the lot plan and block description um, before you can go onto the website to pull the title. So, in Edmonton. Let's just talk about Edmonton for a second, because that's what I'm most familiar with. So in Edmonton, they have a website, I think it's called the Slim Map, Edmonton Slim Map. Mm -hmm. And on that map, you can go in, enter the municipal address and hit enter and it pops up your neighborhood information, your like um, zoning, your everything, as well as your um, block, block plan description. So... First, you would go onto that website, get the information on your property, and then you take that over to, in Alberta, it's called Spin2. So you can Google Spin2 map or yeah. whatever, Alberta Spin2, <clears throat> and it'll populate the website. And from there, you enter in that you want to, there's all these different options you can pick, but you want to do an address lookup and you want to enter the the, the the lot and plan. The lot and plan number. and block. <laughs> and it will populate a screen where you can order the title. So it'll give you a bunch of, you can add stuff on, you can pull past stuff or present stuff or whatever. So um, it could be slightly confusing <clears throat> the first time you're on there. But once you've gone through it once, it's like very, very basic, very simple. And yeah, you give them your credit card number and it's 10 bucks. So they'll send you a receipt, take it. File it with your taxes as a cost of doing business. Even if you don't buy the house, it's a cost of running your business, doing your due diligence. Just like you would claim a property inspection if you didn't buy the house after the property inspection. So um, keep that receipt, file it, and there you go. You have your title. They email you the title or give you a link directly to it and you can save it. And yeah. Yeah. And I suppose if you were looking for it in another province, just Google, how do I pull title in Saskatchewan? Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gives you a really good indication of what the heck's going on. How much they owe for the mortgage. Do they have any other debts? Is there any builder's liens? Anything that's preventing or it's going to be a, uh, an impedance to the... I don't think it's how much they owe on the mortgage. It's how much they got the initial mortgage for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the correction. But it'll tell you when that was. So it might say like 2018, there was a $300,000 mortgage put on the property. You can do the math. Right. Mm-hmm. About how much um, equity pay down, what they make each year. And there you go. I mean, it's not going to be an exact number, but you can get a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am so sorry. This is um, this is what happens when you do a morning show. You get morning voice. Sorry for clearing my throat into the microphone this morning. Yeah. 
<clears throat> what are you looking up right now? Um, I'm just responding to a question in the uh, in the chat. Oh. Oh, I see. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. A um, couple of things uh, coming up here next little while. Uh, for those of you that are interested, on Friday, we have our live training in our Facebook group, Real Estate Investing Masters. So if you haven't already, join Real Estate Investing Masters, the group on Facebook. And on Friday, we're going to be doing live training. Uh, I haven't quite, you know what, I, I said that I would announce what that was going to be, but I haven't checked yet. So hang tight. <laughs> the next time Gabby's talking, I'm going to be doing a little bit of research here. I'm, I'm busy typing stuff into the chat. <laughs> Are we both playing on our phones while we're doing yeah. a live show? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> um, I should know very shortly here, but um, definitely join in on Friday. And I think it was finding off-market deals was your winner when I checked in. There was two polls, though. I have to put it together and uh it was hmm yep how to find off-market deals that's what it is so that will be on friday how to find off-market deals um we're going to be recording it pre-recording it though because we will be flying at that particular time yes um, so we won't be available to do the live show, <laughs> live training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so full of it. Um, we have good intentions. <laughs> well, it will be, it will be, what time are we flying at? Well, we're flying in the afternoon, but we're, we're flying into, um, Toronto and then driving to what St. Catherine. What time so are we flying at? It's like 1230 or something is our flight. Um, it's what three or four hour flight more so it'll be 9 p.m there when it's when it's so yeah i i think that um well it'll be pre-recorded but we will very 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 likely be in the be chat able to yeah be on there live we'll be on questions. there answering questions in the chat but we won't like be saying it with with uh on the video hopefully that's acceptable um yeah, so that's Friday. We're talking about how to find off-market deals. That should be super fun. Eh? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, other upcoming events, we have our uh, Real Estate Investing Cabin Retreat on April 1st through 3rd. Um, that's a three-day Real Estate Investing Cabin Retreat in Alberta Beach, which is two weekends from now. <laughs> yes, coming up quick. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I think we have two days between when we get back from Ontario to when we leave for the Cabin Retreat, so it's going to be a hustle to get ready. Yes. Um, I'm kind of excited for that. Just a little bit. Just a little excited for it. Just a wee, a wee bit. It, it's, that's, that's, I, I really look forward to them. Yeah. Because uh, lately, um, business has been dragging me down with like yeah. tasks. I've been, I've been just suffocated with tasks lately and it's not wh where I thrive. I've got three different businesses looking at me for answers and and waiting for me to do things and that is just not and normally you'd lean on me but I am drowning in tasks. <laughs> so, yeah, you're you're needing to pull up your big boy task pants and it's not going well. <laughs> it's I just I, I it drowns me. It absolutely just like suffocates me. Yeah. Um, right. Because I can't think creatively. Even just the last three days, I, I told Gabby, like, she's got like simple questions for me and I can't answer them. Yeah. I got huge brain fog because I'm too overwhelmed. I get like, it's all clogged up by these stupid little things that I have to do, mm -hmm. which I don't feel good about doing. And just like, I can't think. And when I can't think and I can't be creative, I'm just like, I get all semi depressed. It's terrible. So, anyways. Long story short, by when I get to go to those cabin retreats, I get to shut all that off mm -hmm. and I get to be creative and I get to hang out with other people who are like ambitious and, and ready to be creative and, and create roadmaps and plans and problem solving and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And just like, I love working with other investors through the cabin retreats. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm beyond excited for it. Awesome. Beyond excited. You're going to see a really, really happy Wayne that weekend. <laughs> Um, yeah, because the sooner we, sooner we get all these tasks done and you just kind of get out of this little, this little, I don't know what would you call it? 
So the better. Hopefully that actually, hopefully the weekend actually, a lot of times what'll happen is actually after the weekend, I'll be a little tired on Monday because it's been a long weekend. Mm-hmm. But after that, I almost get like this huge boost of energy. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I need. Yeah. I really need. And, and on top of that, in this nice warm weather, I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing. Well, you got to get outside. <clears throat> hmm? Maybe you need to go for a walk today. If I get the opportunity to, yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, just going through your comments here. Um, Josh says we need a manager or an assistant. Yep. It's that's another task. It is another task. And we have such a hard time letting go because we it's funny because you have this like standard of how you do things and then you get busier and busier and your business grows and grows and grows and your um, quality diminishes. You still think you're killing it, though. You're like, I can never hand this off. My quality, my expectation of quality is so high that like nobody could ever replace me. Yeah. Even though your quality is like being flushed down the toilet. <laughs> How's that vacancy going right now, Gab? Oh my God. I think a couple days ago, Wayne's like, Gab, can you please repost the ad for the vacancy that is still sitting vacant that you haven't responded to? or haven't got even gotten a single message from in like weeks. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'll do that. And I just did it like late last night. And? I got a response overnight, (laughs) but a good lead. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, it's just like something, something's got to give. And right now a lot of things are giving and a lot of things are, yeah, not being tended to. And it's kind of scary. But. Yeah, bringing in an assistant or, or a new person just requires training, right? Yeah, and that's like, why I meant it's, yeah. it's it's another task. It's uh, I'm not trying to depress everyone this morning. It's just it's you know it, it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of work. You know, going back to what I said at the beginning of the show, you have the audacity to say that I want to be a real estate investor, but you don't have any money. The hell are you investing? You don't have money, yeah. right? So you got to work really hard and and. Real estate investing business, once you do get it up and running, even with money, is still, it's a business. So you got to hire the right people. And hiring the right people is a very difficult task. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, that's, that's, an, that's an income for someone. Yeah. That's not, an, that's not an opportunity for someone. That's not, you know, a partnership for someone. That's, that's an income for someone. That's, that's a job. So you have to find the right person that's going to treat your business their job, your business, like it were their own. And that's a very difficult thing to do. And then you have to teach them everything that you know. And at that particular point, you're pretty much just teaching them to run away and do it themselves, right? So it's, it's, it's a, you know, you have to find the right person, the right person that, that doesn't, that doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right. And that's going to follow your, your, your steps, appropriately and then and that is a task that is a task for us because that that's that requires weeks i can't even hire a damn bookkeeper (laughs) well that's because it's a task yeah (laughs) we we were given the task over a year ago of um here is a bookkeeper all you got to do is call them we call them we're like okay what do you need and then she's like we need this 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 and this and we're like okay reorganize your your filing system and (laughs) It's not going to happen. Yeah. I would rather buy more properties than do that shit. Yep. Which is what ends up happening. Um, someone asked, have you guys read Who Not How? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Josh says more money, more problems. Yeah. Uh, more success, more, more, more. Shit to do. More shit to do. <laughs> Got the t-shirts on order. Yeah. <laughs> Call in with your size. More success, more shit to do. I like that. Ugh. Uh, other upcoming events. We have... Uh, wah, wah, wah. Um, our... Fix and Flip Meetup, April 10th in Leduc. Yes. I have not checked Eventbrite lately. There's have only you? a few spots left. Okay. We went from like half to like almost full. Oh, like, wow. I did a post. So I, did I. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying like more perfect. than more than the morning show is. 
I, I want I want people on the morning show to have first crack at it. Uh, uh, Josh says, speaking of those awesome master investor shirts you had. In St. Albert? In St. Albert. Why the eye roll? What's he insinuating? I think he wants one. Oh. I, I think he wants it. one. Perhaps. Maybe there's something coming. Maybe. Um, that investor meetup that we talked about just a minute ago. Yeah. That we kind of slipped past. Uh, that is a meetup at our Leduc newest Leduc fix and flip property. That is where Josh is currently. Yes. He's uh, partnered up with us on that property. It is, uh, that is another, that is another <laughs> one of those tasks, um, right there. It's not an easy one. It's, uh, uh but anyways, the, you get to come out and see that property on April 10th and, and meet us. Gabby and I will be there. Along and with Josh. A, and Josh and a bunch of other investors and get to network and ask questions about the flip. Um, very excited for that. Very excited yeah. for that on April 10th. It's free to, to to attend. However, there's only limited spots. And as it stands right now, those limited spots are now down to seven spots left. Wow. Crazy. You guys, so, all y'all are coming up to Leduc. Yeah. How fancy is that? Um, Very fancy. <laughs> uh <laughs> So if you're interested in that, you can you can see it here in the show notes, um, the Eventbrite link there. And also, uh, you can just go to Eventbrite and search Prairie Home Investments and you'll see it there. You know what? I'm going to try to see if we can get our electrician, our new designer that we just met, mm -hmm. and maybe our plumber out. Mm -hmm. They're all local to yeah. Leduc. So... Um, I'm going to see if we can get them out because I know that that's extra. How would you like to meet our power team? <laughs> well, really, our, our electrician is the only one that we've that we always work with. Plumber? Um, well, we're going to see if we can use somebody new. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. That actually lives right around the corner. So gotcha. I don't have an answer on that yet, but I'm crossing my fingers. So that's what's happening. And yeah. Uh, Kavis asks, if you had booked for the St. Albert fix and flip, do you have to re-sign up for the Leduc property? No, we just, uh, we changed the venue. Yeah. So if you can't come to Leduc and you had previously signed up for St. Albert, um, just cancel your tickets so that other people can have the opportunity to come see it if, in case we sell out. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, no, if you booked for St. Albert and you want to come to Leduc, you're good. I think if we add one more property right now to our 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 portfolio for fix and flips i think we might be able to have our own fix and flip tour yeah <laughs> we were we were getting all worried about it like we were trying to schedule it the next couple of months we're like okay well if we're changing properties then like when are we doing our next loyola one we're just trying to squeeze in weekends where we're available yeah. between all the cabin retreats and all the other meetups and stuff um we're gonna have to figure out where to squeeze in loyola the saint albert project yeah for an open house yeah it depends when it's finished and then yeah and then people are going to want to see the leduc one as well um i think we should just have meetups every month i think we should just set aside a weekend every every month to have a meetup would that would that be interesting to you guys robin have... you wanted one more thing to deal with <laughs> why not why not yeah um the fix and flips aren't that difficult, Robin, uh, and that's that's not really so much I'm complaining about. It's just it's the it's the tasks. Um, in a lot of cases, the the Loyola project in Saint Albert it, it doesn't really affect me very much. It's I mean you've had a few decisions that you need to make, make schedule a couple things, mm -hmm. get those things rolling. But aside from that, our crew handles that, and it's all in motion. We've made all the decisions for that. We normally spend a few days, about a week, making the decisions about what we're going to change and the things that it's, you know, the things that they need to know and how it's going to affect it. <clears throat> but uh, this this new one is it's just it's it's there's so many things that were existing um, mm -hmm. on the Leduc property. For example, cats. <laughs> Fucking cats. Plural. Uh, we can't. Oh yeah, we had a cat and now we have two cats. At least. I'm sure uh, there's more. Unbelievable. <laughs> Josh, yep. they are multiplying. 
made a decision. Let's start getting rid of the smell every day when we leave, you know, when, when you leave site, turn the ozone generator on for four hours. Well, we can't because there's cats in there and we'll kill them. Well, they're out now. Hopefully, unless they've got their own little secret door to get in. Yeah. So, um, Josh and, and, uh, Matt. and Matt, um, were, were taking some furniture out that was left behind. So one of the rooms we were sure that's probably where the cat was. Cause there was like tons of, they had moved all of the furniture into one room. So lots of hiding spots and they started moving it out to the <clears> dumpster. <throat> <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> and, um, the cat scurried out and ran outside, ran around the back of the house and, um, into the garage and, yeah, Jeremy, did you find Catspur? Yes, they found Catspur. <laughs> so they went out to the garage to see if they could find the cat in the garage because the garage was built like built to be a, a cat it's off. haven or no, not a haven. It was it not was meant disgusting. for cars. Yeah, it wasn't meant for cars. It was like a cat's wonderland, like in the rafters. There's like cushions and, and mattresses up there in the rafters. Yeah. They made like beds. Yeah. It was like I'm I'm th like I'm guessing it was like a stray cat retreat. Yes. <laughs> need somewhere warm, need a shelter over your head, come stay here. If, yeah. Um yeah, anyways. So they, they like were they looking for they built a little the, house. Yeah. They, they were, built a little house <laughs> and they put a light in there with a night light for the little kitty cats. <laughs> they ran an extension cord. This place I'm surprised is not up in flames yeah. with the amount of electrical bullshit that they that they had exposed you know junction boxes and all that wires and stuff and extension cords and and cigarette burn marks everywhere yeah unbelievable but yeah they ran an extension cord into this little enclosure that they made with a little cloth door and they put a little nightlight in there for little kitties <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> you didn't know that no i thought that's where the giant dog was that's why i didn't go in there i walked in i saw this giant enclosure yeah but this door and I'm in there in the dark by myself. I'm like, oh, I, I need to get out of here before I get like mauled by a dog. Yeah. But I found out it's just a little kitty haven. Cat house. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Josh went into the garage to try to find the <laughs> orange cat. So the, the, the ghost kitty in the house was an orange cat. And yeah, they went into the garage to find an orange cat. And lo and behold, they find a dark gray cat. <laughs> A very mean looking dark gray cat peering over. I don't I don't know where the picture is taken, but peering over something well in the in one eye little attic thing there yeah so there's definitely at least two cats but i wouldn't be surprised if there's more there and i won't be surprised also if there's kittens in the next couple months here <clears throat> so i yeah i don't know what we're gonna do about that but we need to get rid of these cats we need to get, get rid of these cats up. we gotta call like i think once it's i think if everything's torn out of there and it's cleaned up that they'll just have have to we have, well we have to close off there's a little um little cat door, door <laughs> in the door so we got to close that off and then someone's got to go up there and pull all those things down yeah and like who do you even hire to spca to pull down cat beds no to, pull, to get the cats out oh and then from there i don't, think SPCA is I don't know do junk removal yeah and we got to figure out some sort of a cleaning company <laughs> josh says someone you know it's me FML. <laughs> Josh, we are willing to hire somebody else if there's somebody that does that kind but of disgusting But if you're offering, <laughs> I, it's this whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. A new level. Yeah. It's, it, we this, reached a new level or a new low. <laughs> I wish the, the most difficult thing we have to deal with is like, you know, trying to figure out how to organize the kitchen layout, which was the other thing. The designer was there yesterday. But before I go any further, Robbie says it feels like an episode of Trailer Park Boys. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. The, the, so we were there last night. Um, that's when I finally got a good look. I never looked up in the, in the garage. I went in the garage. I saw that enclosure. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. But... Then Matt showed me what the hell was going on up top when he turned the lights on. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in here? And then I realized it was a little kitty haven. Yeah. And um, yeah, but the whole reason why we were there was because we had a new designer um, stop by. Yeah. And we were looking for some suggestions on layouts for the basement and the kitchen. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so, tr- yeah. trying yeah, trying to open up walls in the kitchen is always first priority these days. But it's also expensive and permits and all that kind of stuff. Load bearing walls. It's a load bearing wall. Um, so yeah, we I actually found a local designer. That's something, by the way. That's something that I like to do is. Wherever we are flipping in, I like to try to keep things relatively local. So if there's like local, I mean, we have our, our usual trades that we use and trust and um, and are kind of loyal to. But if there's like local suppliers or, you know, like those types of things, I love to try to keep it local to whatever city we're in. So like in St. Albert, I was trying to use a local lumber place, but their prices were (coughs) whacked. So um, I couldn't end up using them, but those types of things. So I found a local designer here in Leduc and I said, hey, we don't need drawings. We don't need like, you know, to we don't need some expensive package with like color choices and all that kind of stuff. I just need somebody to walk through the property with me and say, oh, well, have you thought of maybe doing this? Or like, you could totally put this here and then move this and like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted somebody to just walk through with me and and have some ideas that maybe I wasn't seeing. Right. Because sometimes you just get like focused in on how, on the design of how it was, and then it gets hard to imagine things a different way. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's totally normal. Is that when it's 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 sitting right in front of you in some particular way, and you're trying to visualize. Well, if I move this, how is it going to look? It's not necessarily you know will it work? Is like how dumb is it going to look? Yeah. What you don't want to do is like is is create a new for another a new layout, and then it's all done. You look at it, you're like, oh god, this looks like I and then that deters people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing that a designer is able to do is is to say, well, like, um, you know, like, actually, that's not super functional. Or, you know, like, this would be annoying for somebody or, if this was. Or these, cub- these cabinets can only come out this far because you need this much of an opening. So, like, just those types of things that maybe we're not quite, um, you know, prepared to make those decisions. So, yeah, it was awesome. She came through and she... Um, had some different ideas, like I said, that we hadn't thought about. So the kitchen layout was like pretty simple. It was just a matter of whether we wanted to remove the wall or not. Um, But like in saying like, okay, well, if we keep it, this is, this is how I would kind of change the layout a little bit, or this is how I would improve what's already existing. So having that kind of added in there and then um, also the basement, like this, this house is like, pretty wild like it has six bedrooms and like the bedrooms upstairs are like your normal sized bedrooms yeah like they're not teeny tiny they're not huge they're just kind of a regular three bedroom main Mm -hmm. floor type of thing and then downstairs is like these giant three other three bedrooms and then like laundry furnace area so we were like what are we going to do down here like this place only has one and a half bathrooms so if it's going to have six bedrooms or even five, you need another bathroom, yeah. right? If there's a family that requires that many bedrooms moving in, then you need another bathroom. <laughs> like one and a half bathrooms isn't going to cut it for a family that size. Mm-hmm. So we were like, where are we going to put this bathroom? And like, this place is already pretty boxed up, like compartmentalized with these other three massive bedrooms and this tiny little hall. So yeah. what are we going to do here? And so my initial thought is like, let's ax one of the bedrooms. It doesn't need six. Like that's a unicorn to find a place with six bedrooms. Yeah. Five is still great. Four bedrooms is still great. <laughs> yeah. So let's get rid of one of these giant bedrooms and turn it into a living area. So how can we open this up a little bit? Can we just take a quick little commercial break and come back here in a sec? Sure. Hi folks, Barry McGuire here. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. All right, we are back. Yeah, I just want to take a quick little commercial break there, give you a chance to give us a chance to clear our throats. And uh, so, yeah, we decided to axe one of the, the, the bedrooms, the sixth one, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we had this idea of what that could look like and where we could put the bathroom based on, you know, where the plumbing was down there and that sort of thing. But when the designer came through, she was like, yeah, I agree, but I would actually ax this bedroom, not this one. And here's why. And so, you know, like we have these beautiful, big above grade windows in the, in the front two rooms. So she's like, those would be great bedrooms. And, um, and then, yeah, it would almost be kind of like if somebody wanted to set up some sort of like theater style living space or like whatever. So she's Mm -hmm. just going through like how it would make more sense to have the other room, um, taken out. So we just assumed that the other one was the bigger one. So that made more sense, but yeah, practically once she, she explained, no, remove this wall here and then structured this way it made a lot more sense it was really good to get a second yeah it was it was awesome because otherwise we just would have went with what we were thinking which wouldn't have been the best way yeah um sometimes you just need another set of eyes to be like well and somebody experienced right like that's what she does so Mm -hmm. and then she also um kind of flipped what we were thinking with the bathroom as well and gave us a new idea for the bathroom which again made a lot of sense yeah so it was awesome and um yeah it was also like really inexpensive. So I would never, I would not hesitate to do that again. I think on any flip, just to make sure that, you know, should we do something differently? Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think it would have been different if we didn't have existing walls and it were a blank canvas? Yes. (laughs) So that was one of the big things we were struggling with was the fact that it was, it was already framed and drywalled. And because of that, it's almost like we should just keep this framing in this drywall because otherwise we're going to have to tear it all out and then reframe and redrywall again, which is it costs money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, thousands of dollars. So it's if you can keep the existing framing, then that's great. But a lot of times when you're trying to reuse the existing um, layout, just, it's, it doesn't always make sense, make the most <laughs> sense um, and it won't flow. Uh, with the rest of, 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 of the property, right? The rest mm-hmm. of the property is all open and fresh and clean. And then downstairs, it's like tight and, and you kind of have to walk around this. And so, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's that fine line between cost, uh, saving money, and then also making it uh, function properly. Functional and desirable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Desirable is the other one. Yeah. Because, yeah, an extra three bedrooms downstairs is super great, but there's no... Yeah, six bedroom house and you've only got 1.5 bathrooms and a little like not little but like one living space yeah together right yeah if you have that many people in a house and you have one living room it's like that doesn't really make sense yeah unless it's a very large family and like again that's a unicorn property for a unicorn family yeah um and you might be able to charge um uh, uh a really good price for a unicorn like that. You might be able to charge a higher um, sale price, but at the end of the day, I think it makes a lot more sense to have it as five bedrooms. And Mm -hmm. then if someone wants to use that last room as some sort of a bedroom, then let them use it. Yeah. Right. Definitely. But uh, uh, the alarm went off yesterday too. That was not like yesterday was messed up. Poor Josh. Not only is he dealing with, you know, ghost cats and whether they're ghosts or not ghosts and then finding more cats and and all that stuff and the smells, um, the alarm starts randomly going off because... uh, They didn't disconnect their alarm. They didn't disconnect. No, we don't really know why it went off. I mean, they started pulling wires and stuff like that, old wires and cleaning stuff up. So they might have yanked on the wrong wire. Um, Josh says he knocked the sensor. Okay. That's why. Um, so I, I tried calling ADT, you know, security systems just to be like, Hey, we bought this place. Can you please come get your shit and turn this thing off? Cause I don't want the alarm going off. I, I didn't know that he knocked a sensor. I thought it just randomly went off. It was on some sort of a timer. <laughs> um, and they said, uh, no, we need to talk to the account holder. And I said, okay, yeah, but they don't live here anymore. Okay. Do you have their phone number? No. Okay. And can you confirm the name? I'm like, no. And then they gave me the name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's the person who died. And they're like, okay, well, they need to call us. I'm like, she's, she's dead. Okay, do you have her phone number? Can you get in touch with them? I'm like, no, she's 
she's dead. <laughs> like he just can't seem to figure it out. And so the person that inherited it is not going to have the information to cancel that account. So yeah, they basically like, well, until the person on the account calls us, we can't do anything about it. I'm like, what's interesting is like, why don't they call that number? Like they obviously have the person's contact information. Yeah. You've obviously said you're the new owner. Can't they give them a call? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard the, 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 this isn't, this isn't a, um, don't take this comment the right way, but I heard, the wrong way, I heard, huh? The wrong way. Did I say the right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, I heard it reconnect about three times before I spoke to someone and the person sounded like they picked it up on their cell phone and it didn't sound, I, I'm assuming it was a call center somewhere outside of North America. So like just the, like there wasn't any logic in this conversation on that side of the, on that side of the line. Um, so yeah, I said, can you just transfer me to tech support so I can speak to someone so I can figure out how to remove this thing? Um, you know, I can get my electrician to clear it all out, whatever. And then, you know, I'll throw it in the bin. You guys come grab it if you guys want to grab it. I said, you guys are going to cancel the account anyways when you realize that she's six months behind on payments. Um, and they say, yeah, we'll transfer you to tech support. And then tech support said they wouldn't help me uninstall it. I'm like, I just want to make sure if we start pulling stuff out, the cops aren't going to show up. And and because we removed the backup battery or something like that. And she's like, oh, no, maybe. I don't know. So anyways, that's going on too. So I, I deal with that for a half an hour on the phone. You know what I mean? These are the little tasks that just like, yeah. Um, what else did we end up looking at yesterday at the property? An electrician came through first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just to kind of get the lay of the land, check things out, get up in the attic, see where the joists are. So we always like to add pot lighting if we can. So yeah, yeah he was seeing kind of what was going on up there. He said, looks good up there. Um, he'll be able to do his thing for sure. So we're going to put a bunch of pot lights in and, um, and he, we're upgrading the panel. So he's going to get that permit submitted right away for panel upgrade and we needed a new meter and all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah, it also looks like some of the, um, stuff was to an old code. So once he up upgrades the panel, he's going to need to do a few more things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's just kind of going through all that, taking his pictures and stuff. Um, he also, he, he loves, <laughs> our electrician is awesome and he loves like bargain hunting and stuff. So he was like so stoked to go through <laughs> like our old shed and the garage and stuff. And he's like, are you taking this? What are you going to do with this? What, what? And I'm just like, Oh my God. So he actually, he found a, a treasure chest full of old stamps, which was pretty cool, but he convinced me to take it home. Um, oh God! And we, I mean, we like they're probably the stamps. I can't believe this. That we've gone forty-two minutes. We haven't talked about the stamps yet. <laughs> stamps. Gabby, <laughs> I, I found out from Gabby's Instagram stories that like, and just as she 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 didn't explain it all that well. I mean, like everybody there was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> They're all like going through these stamps and shit. I'm like, what the hell is going on over there? Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess in the shed outside was this treasure chest, a big chest, huge yeah. chest full of stamps. This yeah. woman had a stamp collection and she left it out in some like old shed, shed. in the backyard, yeah. which I'm surprised they're still in decent condition. Yeah. Unless, of course, they were cleaning stuff out of the house. And well, it was a sealed chest. Like it was sealed. Like it had all of its like locks like sealed up and oh, stuff. So okay. nothing could get in there. Like because there was actually mice in the shed. I saw one and screamed while our oh. electrician was pulling out the, the chest. So, but yeah, like it was, pro it was sealed, a sealed chest. So yeah, nothing got in. There was a little bit of moisture. Like I noticed that some of the envelopes that had the stamps in them were a little bit moist. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but Maybe yeah, it preserved it. They are, the stamps are in like remarkable condition, like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But so they convinced me to take this chest home because it's probably got some some value to it all these yeah. stamps and yeah gabby comes in with this tiny little this little pink little chest and, and little we're box. talking we're talking six inches by four inches something like that and um she's sifting through them in the in the in the living room on the floor and i'm like oh that's cool and i see one it's got hitler on it i'm like oh okay cool yeah, that's probably worth something. I start Googling. It's like five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, maybe 35 bucks if you got the whole set. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I said, do I really 
do I really have the time to be going through each individual stamp and scanning them to see how much they're worth on Amazon or on eBay? I'm like, no, just throw it in the back in the chest and Everly can have it when she's 40 and these would be hundred year old stamps. Great. Fantastic. And she can deal with it. Um, and uh, so I just kind of left it. We left the pink little box in the living room and went out for supper last night and done another little celebration thing. Just, you know, we've been doing lots of hard work lately and, had dinner and I came back and got in the car and I'm like, God damn, just like, I can, I can still smell this house. Like, it's just like, it's all my clothes. Like it's on you. It's disgusting. Like this house just stinks so much. And she goes, Oh, that's the chest. And I'm like, what chest? And she goes, the chest it's in the car. And I'm like, what do you mean? The chest is in the car. Why'd you bring the little, in my mind, this little pink little box. Um, why would you bring it back in the car? Just leave it at home. And she's like, no, it's, it's, it's in the back of the car. And I'm, I'm so confused. And I turn around and there's this goddamn pirate's chest in the back of the car. I'm like, what the hell is this? She goes, it's the chest. And I'm like, no, the chest is at home. The pink little box. She goes, no, this is the chest. And it's like, I shit you not. It's like a huge, like pirate chest. Full and, of more stuff. And so I, I, I get out of the car and I open up the back and I look and I'm like, yeah, sure enough. It is full of stamps i cannot believe how many stamps are in there yeah it's, it's ridiculous yeah but it smells like straight up like mothballs like oh, it's it is terrible yeah it stinks <laughs> why are we cursed oh zakaya said this is how all horror movies start <laughs> oh we open the chest release the demon god damn it the yeah ghost of old linda <laughs> that's not nice that's someone's grandma yeah the so ghost of the old cats. Well, I'm sure there's dead cats on that property. Yeah. Um, oh, they were making bets on how many dead cats are under the... Underneath the deck? The deck, yeah. Yeah, 100% there's dead cats underneath the deck. Yeah. This property's Poor just... cats. Like, this property's just been, like, more work than than previously. And just with all the cats and the stamps. <sighs> we got to get that. We got to get that treasure chest out of the car so we can get rid of that smell. Carlos says you will need to mail all the stamps to break the curse. <laughs> Send in all of your addresses. You're all getting it. This is going to be some sick movie starring The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. It, it's it's one of those things. I was thinking about it last night when I was awake before because I couldn't get to sleep, and I was thinking about like what would need to be done in order, to, you know, to 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 deal with these stamps. And naturally, everyone's like, oh, you got to go to this place and, you know, have them look through it and they'll tell you how much it's worth and they'll tell you whether they're willing to buy the whole set. In my mind, there's like there's probably like one Hitler stamp in there with no mustache that's worth like a million dollars. You know what I mean? That that one stamp that was a misprint. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that one's going to be the one. And then, you know, they're they're almost like buying like it's like almost like a storage wars thing where they like they buy something and then they hope they find a really good one in there so like i say like i don't want i don't want to you know i don't it just seems kind of ridiculous to gonna give that away and be that ignorant you know what i mean but at the same time considering how busy i am do i really want to scan thousands of stamps to find out and then if I find one, it's like, oh, my God, the no stash Hitler stamp is worth seventy five hundred dollars, Gab. And I spend, what, a month trying to find a buyer? I could very easily go. It's my time is better used finding a wholesale deal. You know what I mean? Finding a good deal and wholesaling it to someone and making seventy five hundred dollars than becoming a part time amateur stamp collector trader. It's one of those weird things. There's a whole like cat burial conversation going on in the chat here. Is there really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's sketch up here. Well, Josh mentioned that the question of yesterday was um, over under two dead cats in the okay. property or under the deck. It's a big deck. It is a big deck. It could fill a lot of dead cats. And so uh, Johnny Five put in his bets for over. Jeremy. Um, oh no. Um, Are we doing side bets here on the morning show now? <laughs> Um, Gab, Robin you, says over. Gab, Gab's the new bookie. Are you taking all this down? Yeah. And and Johnny wants to know if um, Josh is going to give them a proper burial. 
and Jeremy wants to know if he'll say a few words. <laughs> Nothing sells properties like a bunch of crosses in the yard. Moment of silence. Rest yeah. in peace, Casper. um yeah so i can't believe that you guys have just like let us talk about this property for an hour like don't you have any like questions on how you're gonna take action you're fucking killing us today you're killing us (laughs) we're talking about goddamn stamps robbie says top fan race isn't enough for us anymore (laughs) my god how is that going just scratch the gambling itch So it's still a pretty tight race. You know what? I think I think it's going to be the race for fifth is going to be the difficult one. Fifth place is going to be uh, that's that's close there. Yeah. Unless of course we get some more ties and then everybody's going to sneak in. Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering on the on the Podbean app, there's a there's a top fan race. Um, basically, if you if you hit the hearts, um, share the show, you get an accumulation of hearts every every show, and then throughout the month we look at whoever has the most hearts at the end of the month and then there's a there's a there's a giveaway of one free month of mentorship so get in on that um join the live show another reason to join yeah and also to be part of cat conversations oh awesome and that um and that just put in here our first edmonton burr is ready to be rented i have a friend grabbing photos for me today and i'll be oh yeah rent. Yes. yes. That's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, Jeremy says, I like hearing about your day-to-day operations and struggles with cats slash stamps and contractors. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we'll keep doing it uh, if that's what you want. Uh, Oh, another cool thing that um, we we implemented, and I think everybody else should implement as well. We've always had our, our own little Gabby, our own little ways of celebrating. Sometimes like it's as simple as like a little fist bump. Um, you know, when we do something really difficult, you know, we didn't think we would really pull off, you know, we'll just give ourselves a little fist bump and that's just our little tradition. You know what I mean? Um, we've always kind of like whenever we had a hard week and we accomplished something, we're like, okay, well, we should probably celebrate. And then it's like, all right, well, pizza, (laughs) it's just almost like an excuse to, to eat shitty food, which is not a really great thing. We've been trying to find something else, um, better than a fist bump, but not as bad as, you know, pizza and ice cream for the family, you know, when we buy a property. So, um, Gabby and I have, have implemented a new little tradition just for transactions, just whenever we, we transact on a property. And um, we decided we're going to go out for tacos. Just Gabby and I, whenever we, when we transact, we're calling it tacos and transactions. Yep. And I think it'd be really great if you guys kind of came up with your own as well. And, and maybe you've never bought a property before. Maybe you bought 10 properties before. Maybe you already, you know, maybe you don't have a tradition. Now is the time. doesn't matter where you are. Figure out your own little tradition. Write it down. Make the decision. And then when the next time you, you do your own little transaction, I want you guys to go and do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Um, most of the time as a real estate entrepreneur, as a business, real estate business owner, as not any any entrepreneur most of the time is just shit it's just shit tasks and tasks and shit and uncomfort so when you when you finally do get a win whether it be small or big please make sure you you celebrate it even if it's a little fist bump even if it's a hey we're gonna go out to that wine bar and and just get all wind up or maybe it's just I don't know. You guys go for macaroons. For for Gabby and I, it's it's tacos. I love tacos. I'm... Annette um, joked tequila and transactions, but it is actually tacos, tequila, and transactions. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had a bulldog. Um, Mid afternoon, Gabby had a couple double margaritas. So and... I ordered just regular margaritas, and she accidentally made me grand 
margaritas, which had tequila and Grand Marnier in them. So I'm trying to think like we're just finishing our midday lunch and, you know, like I've, I've had two drinks. Why am I feeling so good? <laughs> and yeah, the lady was making me doubles um, by accident. And she was feeling good till she wasn't feeling good. And then, then I she needed said a she's going to throw up. Yes. Yeah, like, and then she napped on the couch <laughs> midday after we picked up the kid. Yeah. Kathleen asked, did we go to Habaneros? Yes. Habaneros and Leduc. Yeah. I've, um, normally Trey Carnell in, um, in Edmonton because we go to field law there right around the corner. But yeah, our private sale here in Leduc, we went to Habaneros. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save Jeremy's question for tomorrow. I think it's a really good question for tomorrow to, to get the conversation going. So I see it, Jeremy. Um, tune in tomorrow and I'll get, I'll get that one answered. Johnny had a question. Okay. <clears throat> is it worth getting plans drawn up by draftsperson or are you doing it yourself? This is for a burr with a legal suite. Depends how good you are. These plans, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, need to be submitted for permits, right? Yeah, you need you need a drawing for. Um, it needs to show all the electrical. It needs to show all of the, you know, like where everything's going. Plumbing. Plumbing. So yeah, if you if that's within your skill set and you're capable of doing that, you absolutely can. Uh, we're not capable of that. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, so we hire somebody. Um, so yeah, that just depends on your skill set. And, um, like some people will say it's easy enough to get through. Like if you're, if you have dedication to figuring it out that, you know, you can do it yourself, but yeah, I've, we've always hired somebody when we've done legal suites. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like for us, it's not, I mean, I think now you submit online, right. Instead of like going down there. Yes. Yeah. But when we were doing them, like you had to go down and like sit down with the person and go through the plans and, Ugh. and then to be told something's wrong on it and you have to go redo it and then go back downtown to go meet with them again. And, and then start at the first desk. Yeah. Desk number one, you pull a card or a number and they're like number 44 and then you go to the next desk and you pull it and like number 44. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's a weird process. You got to go talk to this person. Then you got to talk to this person. Then you got to talk to this person. It was a real pain. I'm glad that went online. I haven't tried it online since, sorry, I haven't tried it since it went online, but yeah. I'm really happy to hear that because that whole process of like paying for parking, going up to there, you know, pulling a number, waiting, finding out you got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, comments are really, uh, lots of comments this morning. Yeah. I'm just trying to catch up here. Where did this live come from? Uh, Praveen was asking, where is this show? Uh, we're broadcasting live from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Um, back to my comment because it's super important. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys are celebrating. Okay. If Whether that's an, an accepted offer, whether that's you transacted, whether that's you, you, you filled your vacancy, Annette, please just find something little. Um, ideally you want it to be something that's not going to like make you fat because you don't want your success to be associated with your, your poor health. Um, trust me, we're struggling with that. Tacos are kind of one of those things that like, I kind of limit myself pizza. I'll eat a whole freaking pizza. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm successful. Um, <laughs> well, it's funny because, um, I, I have all these newfound food allergies. So like I can't have like, um, Wheat, dairy, so no gluten, no dairy, oh no eggs, no like this, that, and the other. Like there's so many things that I can't have now. Mexican is fantastic. Corn tortillas, protein, yeah. veggies, boom. In case you're wondering, <laughs> I have ordered the bubble off of wish.com for Gabby. Just, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Poor and Gabby. tequila. I can oh, have and tequila. tequila, yeah. <laughs> and I love tequila. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Mexi Mexican food is golden for me. Uh, Josh says just work out more often. I have tried outworking a bad diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty darn hard. It is pretty darn hard. Hey, but um, it doesn't have to be food. It could be. It could be anything. Yeah. I'm just just find something that works for you guys to make sure that you're again celebrating the wins. It is so goddamn important because uh, as I mentioned again, I'll mention it again that's. You're going to have a lot more losses and a lot more lessons than you are wins. So when they come, you need to celebrate them. Remind yourself why you're doing it. Stay focused to your why. 
stay focused to the outcomes and the goals that you have in life. It's yeah. Um, I don't want to see you guys quit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see you guys get three properties, which is a huge accomplishment and quit because you realize, you know what? I can't do this 20 more times. I can't. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just settle on the three? We'll pay them all off. And in 30 years, we'll have a million dollars to pass off to our kids. It's, 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 it's taking the easy way out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Carlos says, uh, the health thing is a struggle. It wasn't so bad when I was just an entrepreneur. But once I became a dad, it all went downhill. Yeah, yeah. It's also when you turn like 25, 26 and your metabolism doesn't work like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird thing. God and Johnny says, "God darn dad weight." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a thing. Um, and for moms, I'm sure. I don't know much about it, but I'm sure, right? <laughs> yeah, you just carry a child, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys. I think deal, this is where we end the show. You guys deal with that stuff too. Before I lose my shit, <laughs> I could just. I she wasn't saying anything, but I could just, just rubbing my forehead. I could just feel like I was about to get hit. Um, <laughs> I told you guys yesterday as well that um, there's, 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 there's a possibility that there's going to be some sort of a, a, a new event coming as well. Um, something, something, push-ups, something, something, boot camp, but not like, you Basic know. Basic training. Yeah, something, something basic training, something that's like a little more than the hip, hip, hoorays and the kumbayas. I'm not referring to anybody else's basic training, boot camps, things, whichever else. But there are a lot of them that are out now. And um, and I study. I, I study what other people are doing. I study success. Right. And I want to make sure I, I try. I, I'm 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 obsessed with figuring out why some people are successful and why some people aren't successful. Mm-hmm. And I I talk to people and I ask them, "What have you done so far?" And they tell me, and I try and figure out, okay, well, you've spent this much money on education, on education, on training, on mentorship, on coaching, and stuff. Why haven't you reached your goals? You paid someone or a program for for a result and you have not achieved it. Was it that they didn't deliver or was it you? Mm-hmm. Because if it's you, then, well, whatever. It is what it is, right? We can continue to work on you, but it's not the program's fault. But I've seen a lot of different programs and, and, and it's just I feel like it's, it's way too many high fives, hip, hip, hoorays, and kumbayas, which is great. Having a great community for support is fantastic. But at the end of the day, hip, hip, hoorays do not get you to go out of your comfort zone. They do not get you to take massive action. Mm -hmm. I find that you have your most, your, your largest breakthroughs and your most massive action when you get your back to the wall, when the rug is slipped from underneath you, when you lose your job. And suddenly you're willing to work three jobs and sleep two hours a night to get the shit done because this is important to you. Or when you had an upbringing that was so absolutely terrible that you don't want your family to ever experience something like that. So it's some, or the last one is that you know you're worth so much more. And you are obsessed with being something more. So I, I always, I always kind of use the example of magnets. You know, sometimes there's, there's, you know, a magnet typically pulls you towards something, but at the same time, if you flip the magnets over, they'll, they will repel each other, right? They're paramagnetic. So you're either, you're either obsessed with something so much that it's magnetic that you cannot live without it, or you flip the magnets over and you are repelled. It is impossible physically impossible for you to ever experience something like that ever again. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that right there is the fundamentals of what I think is, is necessary in order for someone to be successful in order for them to break out of the, the existing pattern that they already have. Right. The same thing that has kept you where you are to this date. You left your, you know, you left school, you got an education or you got a trade, 
and then you hopped into your career and you've been doing the same thing for the last six to 10 years or 15 or 20 years. And you're like, why is life not changing? Why am I not? Why, why haven't I reached something more? Because you haven't been put in a situation where you've been punched in the face. You haven't been put in a hole with no ladder. Right? So we're planning a boot camp and a program that will focus on those fundamentals. Something that's going to push you to actually take action as opposed to giving you the belief that you have the ability to take action. Yeah. You do need to believe in it, mm -hmm. but there needs to be some accountability. I almost feel like I need to call all of your employers and tell them that you have drugs in your backpack. <laughs> Seriously, though. Seriously, because I'm sure if you all lost your jobs today, had your backs against the law, 50% of you would say, you know what, this is the fucking, this is the opportunity I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. You know what, fuck them. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And you're going to put everything into it. 50% of you are going to say that the other 50% of you are going to say, you know what, I don't ever want to experience this ever again. I don't want someone to be able to pull that from me to take my certainty to take to take my livelihood for my family, you know, support my family. I don't want everyone, anyone ever to be able to do that to me ever again. Yeah. You see what I mean? That yeah. magnetic and paramagnetic thing? Yeah. Well, and how many times do you hear people like where they had a health scare and that's when they changed their life? Like that's when 100%. they- 100%. Health scare, near death. Like those are the moments where it's just like, I want more, I can do better. Like, yeah. You have a stroke and then you never eat pizza ever again, right? And you lose a hundred pounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or your wife leaves you mm -hmm. and suddenly you're jacked. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? So stay tuned for that here. All honesty, full transparency. I wanted to announce it today. It's fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking alarm system. Just yesterday got way too busy and I didn't, I, I do, I didn't, it, that, that's it. He's not ready. I'm just not ready. But I want you guys to know that to get ready and to, you guys have a calendar. If you don't have a calendar, go download Google Calendar or whichever and start putting shit in a calendar, start getting organized, but set aside April 11th through 15th in the evenings. After supper, you're going to spend the evenings with us. Okay. If you got to get a sitter, if you got to get your spouse to, to put the kids to bed after supper, April 11th through 15th, you're with us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mark it in the calendar. We'll give you some more details tomorrow. Sound good? Awesome. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.